successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Get a hooter. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show with your host Jason Griller on KMBZ 980 AM. And on GrillNationShow.com if you're listening via the web and also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if you're listening via podcast today. I appreciate you joining me again each and every week for the show episode, uh, I believe 115 here of the Grill Nation show. Time flies and uh, we're lucky to have some great supporters of the show. I want to thank our title sponsors of the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill, uh, Trust, MoBank, BOK Financial, and Two West Advisors. Also, we have some on-air contributors uh, from the Rieger KC, One Light Luxury Apartments, and Reactor Design Studios, and Clifton Alexander. But more importantly today, we have on uh, our monthly show with uh, supported by MoBank, BOK Financial, we have on the CEO and a president with me today, Michael Viazzoli, who will be serving as a guest co-host, if you will, on today's show. Welcome Thank you back. for having me. It's great to see you. Time flies. I feel like you all were just here. Yeah. Uh, we did a great show last month, and uh, this show uh, will be interesting. We're going to um, kind of talk to a uh, – take do something different than we've done in the past. We're going to have on the national uh, – uh, we'll be the national commander here in a week or so. On July 26th, he will be named uh, national commander of the Veterans of Foreign Wars – uh, calling in from Ohio today on our next segment. Uh, his name is Keith Harmon. He'll be assuming this. And one of the reasons why this is kind of cool is because a lot of people don't know this, but the VFW's national headquarters is located here in Kansas City, Michael. I was not aware until we started talking about that, uh, that it was here. Yeah, it's just one of those other, another pride of Kansas City that I think it was unrecognized. And we've had the benefit of having a relationship with them for many years and, and just continually astonishes the amount of impact that they have on our community that I think folks in, around us just don't know yet. They don't know that, and I think a lot of folks don't know about all the things that VFW does. Uh, their website is vfw.org, and uh, maybe they don't they don't pound their chest enough, maybe on a national level. Uh, so we're hoping to help out with that today uh, to kind of talk to Keith about you know all these different things. We're going to get into a lot of different issues today, Michael. One of which is you know give us the background. It's been around for 118 years. What are you guys doing with the younger generation, the relevancy, uh, what's in the future, uh, and you know, what are your legislative issues, and how are you supporting veterans and uh, families throughout this country? And the other side of it is just size and scope uh, of the organization. We'll probably ask them to confirm it, but I, I think it's over a million, million members, million and a half members when you wrap it all together, and uh, that is a tremendous amount of people that the VFW supports, not just obviously in our community, but nationally. And they've got an international reach as well. And it's interesting because growing up, you saw VFW posts yep. or halls in smaller communities. And we have a lot in Kansas City. But with the way the population in this country is changing, yep. and there, as we'll talk to you, there's a lot of veterans coming out of Iraq and Afghanistan. Is How are they serving all of these different people and helping them uh, and connecting with them? Because uh, if you're living in a small town in a small, you know, in, in a state far, far away, 
how do you connect with the VFW? How do you connect with them? And what, what will, how do you get the services? And what we'll talk about too is, um, they're working really hard in Washington, DC to protect the benefits that active service men and women have today. Mm-hmm. And how does that then tee them up for post combat missions when they're back in civilian life and, and, and support them that way as well? And it's tough. They always are fighting for funding. They have a lot of big corporate sponsors that we'll, we'll touch on and some really cool programs that they do with not only veterans, uh, and their families, but also, uh, uh, the youth of this country with regards to college scholarships, uh, very large, uh, scholarship funds, uh, that the VFW, uh, puts out there. So they're doing all kinds of different things. Their website again is vfw.org. They have a really cool about us page that has PDFs. On the right side, that they go through the facts, the community achievements, all of their legislative victories of late programs and projects, and the VFW at a glance. They're doing so many different things, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have on their their, their top guy, the national commander Keith Harmon, on the show today. Uh, he is going to be a traveling man. It sounds like we'll get into that with him. Uh, these guys travel all year round and, and visit VFWs all throughout our country and, and talk to veterans each and every day to help them through some of the issues that they're going through. Some of them have suicide issues, prevention type issues, uh, healthcare issues, funding, financial issues, education issues. And they're doing so many different things to help out these uh, veterans. Yeah. It's a, it's a complicated mix. I'm trying to resolve something that is just difficult to figure out. And the first and the largest though. Yes. Veterans organization. Yeah. Here in Kansas city. Here in Kansas City, and we uh, we're excited to uh, talk to Keith Harmon again. Uh, Michael, uh, things have been busy for you. What, what's the summer look like at uh, Mo Bank BOK Financial? Well, it's it's. Uh, I will tell you, I've I've been excited about how we've come together over the last I don't know year and a half since we first announced us getting together, and then we closed it last November, and 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 getting a lot of ducks in a row, and we, I really looked at July 1 as the next chapter in our evolution as our combined organization. And it's been a really fun time, even just the last couple of weeks, to kind of see what kind of possibilities we have in front of us and the impact we're having on the community. I know we spent a lot of time on this show talking about impact on community. I had a blast the first Friday down the crossroads. We hosted a party at our branch right mm-hmm. there. And at the same time, with uh, the bike share program here in Kansas City, launched uh, the next fleet of 80 bike share uh, bikes that are part of this program that are a beautiful orange with the Mobank brand oh, really? all over them. And just another way that we're trying to get in the community and kind of what is unique to us with the bike share program. And what we're really proud about is um, Bike Shares agreed that all MoBank customers will get a 15% discount on an annual membership. And um, just, a, again, just another way to be involved in the community. We're planning our annual Rock, Paper, Scissors competition, <laughs> which I think is going to be in September, October. Again, it's going to be down our Crossroads branch. Um, this past week on Friday at our Prairie Village branch, we had our uh, uh, Fresh Farm event where We've worked with local farmers to come to our branch and, and basically give away uh, fresh produce to to our visitors. Um, and not to mention just from a pure business perspective, how we've been able to continue along this path of growing each of our lines of business and connecting all the dots internally at a point where it's uh, it's a pretty compelling proposition when we're out in the community. The website is MoBank. 
com. Mm-hmm. Looks good. The new website. I, I I love it. View of the skyline. It's uh it's a uh, it's very personalized. It kind of supports the fact that we're local. Grant Bertram. It's telling, um, it's telling me good morning right now. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're taping the show on Tuesday morning, by All the right. way. I'm sure it'll say good afternoon uh, the next time I look it, here. It will. It will. <laughs> but, you know, Grant Bertram, I just, I've, I've really gotten to obviously know him really well, more than I ever have in the last two years. Uh, just such a great visionary, a great passion for what we're doing, great connectivity in the community, great respected person. And, we have kind of really come to realize we each have our strengths and we each have our weaknesses and combined um, we're You're making we're it work. Really making it work. That's good. I, yep. I, I, I keep hearing that from folks that are members of the bank that I'm glad to hear that, that. there, there's a lot more uh, options and they're excited about the partnership and it seems to be doing very well. I'm, I'm really, we, we can always be doing better. We can always be further ahead in our evolution, but I feel really good where we are. Today's show is going to be great. We're with Michael Viazzoli from Mo Bank, and also joining us here after the break is the VFW National Commander to be Keith Harmon, calling in from Ohio, talking about the VFW, which, by the way, is national headquarters is here in Kansas City. You're listening to Grill Nation. Hello and welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill here on KMBZ 980 AM and at GrillNationShow.com. Appreciate you connecting with us today as well on iTunes and Stitcher Radio via podcast. Uh, today again with me is Michael Viazzoli, who is the president and CEO of MoBank, BOK Financial, great institution here in Kansas City and across the country. He is the uh, the man that is, has joined me today from the organization. It's great to have him here again. Thank you. Always uh, glad to be here. It's here. He's here every month. Uh, and we, every month he connects us to a amazing person here in the community or on a national level and organizations that are doing great work here in the area and throughout the country. And today we're lucky to have on, uh, the VFW national commander who will be elected national commander, uh, this July 26th at the 118th VFW national convention in New Orleans, Louisiana. A lot of people don't know this, and we'll get into this with Keith. Uh, the VFW's national headquarters actually is in Kansas City. Is that right, Michael? Yeah, it is. So that's one of the reasons why we are connected to Keith. And we have Keith Harmon on the line today. Uh, Keith, thanks for coming on the show. How are you today? I'm doing just fine, and thank you for having me, Jason. It's great to have you. Uh, first off, answer that question for us. Uh, VFW is located here in Kansas City. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, pretty interesting stuff. It is, yes. And so, we've been there for 118 years. <laughs> Michael and I were talking off there. That is kind of surprising. Uh, any reason behind locating here in Kansas City 118 years ago? <clears throat> I, I think it's just the, the central part of the United States, and it just made sense to, to keep the, the national headquarters of our organization centrally located. Mm-hmm. And, and it may tie into a stat that... I think is correct, and that I didn't make up, but that Union Station was one of the, or if the busiest train station during World War One and Two, for recruits mm-hmm. and members of the military going from all places around the country. So maybe that's part of the reason why it was headquartered. Yeah, that's interesting. Yep. Uh, Keith, uh, you were you served as the elected senior vice commander in chief of the veteran. 
veterans of foreign wars uh, for the last year. You will be the national commander. Before we get into your background, kind of take us through what that means and all of the obligations that, that come with that. As the uh, senior vice commander in chief of the veteran of foreign wars, uh, we uh, all all of we chair officers just spend a lot of time uh, visiting um, uh, VFW posts uh, throughout the United States, and we go abroad as well. Uh, I've had the opportunity to make a return trip uh, to uh, Vietnam this past March. Uh, that was uh, uh, quite an experience in itself, uh, having served there uh, 49 years ago. So we just go around and we promote uh, the, our organization and, and get a feel from our members, you know, uh, what direction that they think that our organization uh, needs to be going. And we do our best uh, to, to um, make our ha- members happy. Mm-hmm. And promote the organization. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about your service in the U.S. Army. You you served from the, in the sixties, correct? <clears throat> yes, I served uh, in the United States Army from uh, December of nineteen sixty seven through uh, the last day of November of nineteen sixty nine. Uh, I served in uh, Vietnam as a crew chief and door gunner on Huey helicopters uh, from March through November of nineteen sixty nine. Mm-hmm. Received a lot of uh, uh, decorated medals uh, in that time, uh, including the Air Medal and the uh, Vietnam yeah. Service Medal with yeah. two bronze I, silver stars. Service stars, excuse me. Yes, yes. No, that's just doing just doing a job. All right. <laughs> um, you joined the VFW in 1983, so you've been around for uh, quite a while in the organization. Yep. Yes, I have. Yes. Based out of Ohio, right? Correct. Where is Delphus, Ohio? Those, those it's in the know. northwest uh, uh, part of Ohio. Uh, I, I live about 40, 40 miles east of Fort Wayne, Indiana, and in Ohio, uh, kind of in between Dayton and uh, Toledo. Well, Keith, out of just curiosity, a lot of times folks that I've noticed work for organizations like VFW and, and other kind of service organizations, they there's something about the mission that creates and a passion to, to, to join an organization like that. And presumably you've got skills and talents that could have taken you a lot of different places. What is it that kind of prompted you to join the VFW in 83? My, my father was a, uh, well, my grandfather served in the first world war. My father served during the second world war along with his two brothers. And my mother had a sister that also served, hmm. Uh, both of my parents were uh, very actively involved uh, within the VFW and our auxiliary. Uh, so as a young boy, uh, I grew up in the VFW. Uh, when I got home from the service, however, I didn't really have that burning desire to, to join. And, and, and I don't know why that is, because I was very familiar with the organization. But I was very fortunate that I had a, a brother-in-law, uh, who was a member of our local VFW post, who every time he would see me, he would stick that membership application in front of me, and he did that for quite a while. He was very persistent, and I finally just got tired of seeing that application shoved in my hands, so I just gave him my military discharge, uh, wrote him a check, and I joined. And then, thankfully, my wife um, uh, encouraged me to, she said, now you're a member of the organization, now you need to go up there and, and find out uh, what the organization is about. So I started attending meetings, going to post functions, and the more that I learned about the organization, uh, the more I became involved in it and, and just 
developed a passion to uh, uh, help people, um, and it has just grown over the the years since 1983 through the present time. Mm-hmm. Do I read this right in your bio, Keith, that you uh, have some connection to Kansas, Kansas State Teachers College? Yes, yes. I uh, When I got out of high school, um, you know, I, I got a job in a, in a local factory, and we had in, in Van Wert, Ohio, where I was born and raised, we had a small junior college, and I attended that for two years. And then I thought that I wanted to uh, be a, uh, a school teacher, so I when I completed my two years at Giffen Junior College in Van Wert, uh, I went to uh, Kansas State Teachers College uh, thinking that I wanted to become a teacher, and the longer that I was out there, the more that I realized that this wasn't really what I wanted to do. What I really wanted to do was uh, uh, go home uh, and marry my high school uh, sweetheart, and, and that's what I did. Hmm. That's a good. That's a good process. I'm sure she she loved that when you came back. That's, yeah, uh, that's yes, awesome. Yes, she did. Um, VFW's website is vfw.org. Let's right. just get, let's talk about the the general uh, premise and what the organization does, and then in our next segment, we'll get into more of the programs that you all uh, help people with, not only okay. veterans but also families. Um, sure. We we know that it's 118 years old, right? Correct. Um, but but what what do you guys do? What's your mission? What what are you trying to do each and every day? We 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 try to touch lives every day, and we do touch lives every day. We we were formed initially in, in 118 years ago uh, to help veterans and and their families, and we're and and we do that every day. We have uh, a legislative staff in Washington D.C. Uh, who walk the halls of Congress uh, practically daily. We have staff that are in the Pentagon working with the Department of Defense, um, and we're just there trying to make sure that uh, benefits uh, are remain the same or are improved. We're always looking for new potential benefits uh, to uh, for, there for our members, uh, not only members that uh, are presently serving in today's military, but those who have served in the past and for those who are going to serve in the future. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to me. There's a there's a fact sheet on your website. First of all, you're the nation's oldest major, major veterans organization. But yes, we are. Just just talking about um, what a simple donation of of twenty dollars can do. Uh, it's pretty amazing. And, it is, and, and, and you know, help covering rent, utilities, groceries, families. Right. I mean, it's just there's all kinds of things that you guys do each and every day. Yes. And, and how yeah, many members? How many members do you have now? Uh, combined with we have a little over uh, one point. Two million members, and then when we include uh, our VFW Auxiliary, we're about 1.7 million uh, members of the VFW and Auxiliary. Interesting. And, and Keith, for my benefit, the Auxiliary then covers what? The Auxiliary are members of uh, Auxiliary members have to be eligible to belong under someone who served that is VFW uh, eligible qualified. Meaning, like my wife can join the, the auxiliary under me mm-hmm. uh, because I'm a combat veteran. Okay. Uh, my sons and daughters uh, can join under my eligibility to the VFW. My sisters, and if I had a brother uh, that did not serve in the military, uh, they could also join. As could my uh, as could my parents if they had never served. Okay, interesting. So it's direct directly related. 
uh, family members uh, of someone who served in the military and is eligible, served in combat, and is eligible for the Veterans of Foreign Wars. Mm-hmm. And then forgive the naive question, but uh, the name of the organization, Veterans of Foreign Wars, is, is, is there a veteran who might not qualify for being a member? Yes, yes, there are. Um, <clears throat> when we were initially formed in uh, 1899, uh, the organization was initially called uh, uh, Veterans of uh, Foreign Service. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in December of uh, uh, 1899, a group, a similar group formed in uh, Denver, Colorado. And in uh, 1914, those groups met in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, merged and became the Veterans of Foreign Wars. And you to be eligible to belong to that to the veterans of foreign wars, you need to have been an overseas veteran who received a a combat uh, award. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're talking to Keith Harmon, who will be the new VFW National Commander, uh, elected uh, here coming up in a few days, July 26th, at the National Convention in New Orleans. I'll be right back after the break to talk more with Keith about the different things the VFW does each and every day. You're listening to Girl Nation. Thanks for joining. I got that sunshine in my pocket. You got that good soul in my feet. Don't give up. I won't give up. Don't give up. No, no, no. I'm free to be the greatest. I'm free. Welcome back to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill, KMBZ 980 AM, as well as uh, on GrillNationShow.com and on iTunes and Stitcher Radio via podcast. Here today with my guest host and uh, supporter of Grill Nation, Michael Viazzoli, uh, President and CEO of Mo Bank, uh, BOK Financial. Uh, joining me again for the full show, we have uh, a guest every month uh, that uh, the great folks over there help us set up. And today's guest is the VFW National Commander uh, to be here in a week or so, Keith Harmon, calling in from Ohio today. The VFW's national headquarters is located here in Kansas City, which uh, a lot of people don't know, and that's kind of the local connection here. And obviously the VFW helps uh, veterans of foreign wars all throughout this country, but a lot of people here in the Kansas City region. Uh, we're talking to Keith. Now, Keith, we'll get into some of the programs, but how is uh, how is your life going to change here in the next few weeks? You're going to go from the, the senior vice commander-in-chief to the national commander. The responsibilities must increase, correct? Uh, yes, they certainly will. Uh, it will increase my travel schedule uh, tremendously, um, and, I, and I'm really looking forward to that. As Senior Vice Commander-in-Chief, I've traveled um, uh, probably about 225 days so far this year, uh, and when I'm elected as Commander-in-Chief here uh, next week or the week after, uh, my travel schedule will increase to 300-plus days. Yeah, uh, my dad has been active in a, another organization here <laughs> throughout the state, so I, I've he travels every weekend. Um, I'm sure your high school sweetheart uh, looks like her name's Mary Lou is uh, right. supportive of that. Correct? Yeah, <laughs> 300 yes, days yeah, a year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, how long do you uh, are you elected for this post? Just just one year. One year. Okay. Yes. That'd be so tough. I, in uh, July of 2018, uh, in uh, in Kansas City, our national convention will be in Kansas City, uh, and I will uh, finish my term of office at the in Kansas City at the at that convention. That's great. Um, okay, so Keith, there's a lot of things you all do, uh, veteran and family support programs. Uh, let's talk yeah. about some of the key ones that our listeners 
maybe that were that our veterans can utilize and, and just for the general public's knowledge i don't think enough people know uh just how many different programs and things you do to help veterans and families let's go over some of the key uh, okay, ones sure. that you want to pinpoint so just take us through some of those some of the some of the key key programs that you uh you're proud of over at the vfw we, well, I, I guess one of our premier programs is our uh, Patriots Pen Voice of Democracy uh, Youth Essay uh, Contest. Uh, we, uh, over the over the course of a year, uh, that affects about 170,000 uh, middle school and high school students, and those students are uh, receive about a little over three million dollars total, and uh, each state winner of our Voice to Moxie contest uh, gets a, an expense-paid trip to our, our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. in late February, early March, uh, where the national organization gives uh, each student a scholarship of, of some sort, uh, the top-place scholarship uh, being uh, $30,000. Wow. So you touch a lot of the youth in our community, and also you touch a lot of scouts, I understand, too. Absolutely, yes, yeah, and we, we sponsor uh, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, and, and, and so on. So you know, you know, youth scholarship programs are important to you all, uh, as well as educational outreach. Uh, but also to you guys, you do a lot of troop support. Uh, take us yes. through some of the things you do to help out veterans. We have we have a couple major corporate sponsors. One being uh, Burger King, uh, the other being uh, Sport Clips. Um, Gordon Logan is the owner and CEO of Sport Clips, and when we became uh, affiliated with with uh, sport clips, and Gordon happens to be an Air Force veteran as well. Uh, but now Gordon has uh, the money that he generates through uh, sport clips uh, and donates to the VFW. Uh, that goes into a scholarship fund. And over the past uh, three years, <clears throat> we have given uh, over 800 scholarships, uh, totaling uh, about 3.6 million dollars. Uh, to over 800 uh, veterans and service members that get a college uh, education. That's amazing. Uh, we have our affiliation with Burger King. Um, over the past 13 years, Burger King has donated about $7.5 million uh, for our Unmet Needs uh, program. Mm-hmm. And our Unmet Needs program is there primarily uh, to help uh, veterans who are serving active duty, and the, especially those that are deployed uh, their families are at home. Uh, they run into uh, some financial uh, problems. Uh, maybe a car breaks down, uh, a water heater goes out, or a furnace, or they have an unexpected medical bill, or utilities, or whatever. And if they can contact uh, our, our organization, uh, we can pay those bills uh, for them. Uh, that that's a grant that's up to uh, about five thousand mm. dollars that we can give any any veteran who is presently serving and, and experiencing uh, a financial difficulty or just a, a, a veteran in general. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things, too, is on your website, vfw.org, you have a list of great PDFs that people can click on that really go through a lot of these key things. Yes. Uh, one of the, one of the, some of your priority issues uh, are health care. We just talked about right. that. Uh, you also have an expanded uh, group of women veterans now uh, yeah. in the military and veterans, and you're expanding health care for them as well. Correct. Yeah, and and uh, last year, we our our national commander was from Pennsylvania, and he uh, uh, appointed a four four person female committee. Uh, one from uh, uh, our we have four conferences uh, in in the VFW. We he designated one person from each conference 
uh, to go around to VA medical facilities, to CBOX, uh, meaning outpatient clinics, see what type of services uh, were available to uh, female veterans. Uh, they uh, did a survey. Uh, all that information was provided to our uh, Washington office, and then the information gathered uh, was presented to uh, Congress in the way of uh, testimony uh, to the uh, House and Senate Veterans Affairs Committee, and we have continued that. Uh, uh-huh. I have just appointed four new ladies uh, to serve uh, during my year uh, to, uh, again, uh, go to VA medical facilities and to uh, VA uh, patient clinics uh, to see what services are provided and how we can improve upon the services to those female veterans. Mm-hmm. Michael, we're going to get to a question for you in a second, but I want to I want to touch on the suicide prevention uh, task that you guys are, are tasked with. That issues in prevention of suicide have become a big issue for the VFW. Is that, it certainly take us through those. Take us yeah, through those. It keys. certainly has uh, today. Uh, the, the, they're saying that you know, maybe there's about 20 suicides per day, and surprisingly, uh, they're, they're older veterans uh, that are committing suicide. Uh, and a lot of female veterans. So our national commander this year, uh, Brian Duffy, uh, as a as his uh, one of his projects, he's tried to place an emphasis on suicide prevention. And we have partnered with groups like uh, uh, One Mind, uh, Given Hour, uh, patients like me, uh, Walgreen, uh, the Elizabeth Dole Foundation. And what we're doing is we're asking our VFW post to. Uh, bring some type of mental health provider uh, into their VFW post, open the post doors up to not only their members but to their communities just to get the word out there, make people aware aware of, of mental health uh, issues um, and just promote the heck out of this. You know, mental health uh, is, is not a dirty word, and, and we just need to make more people aware uh, of the, the early warning signs, and maybe we can help uh, prevent uh, additional suicides. Mm-hmm. And you guys also get, you know, ensure the congressional funding for that with your legislative agenda, uh, education, career training opportunities yes, uh, yes. for all of these folks, including homeless veterans as well. Uh, Michael, you right. have a question? Well, and it has to do on, on the, being a banker, I'm always thinking about the finance side of it, and there's two aspects to this. One is, how does VFW get its funding, and we can get to that and then maybe in the next segment, because we got about couple of minutes left in this one, but what about sequestration and the impact it's having on military and the additional stress it's putting on the folks that w- that are enlisted? How does that impact kind of the future? Um, Sequest- yeah. Sequestration has become a very personal issue to me. Um, sequestration uh, came due to the fact that when they had the uh, uh, budget or the um, that when they raised the federal debt ceiling in uh, 2011, and uh, when they raised the, the debt ceiling, they uh, agreed that they needed to make some additional, some, some, some federal cuts. So they formed a super committee uh, to find an equal amount of cuts. Uh, and the committee was unable to do that, uh, find equal amount of cuts. Uh, so they, uh, they said, well, then the automatic 10% reduction through uh, all agencies would be mandatory. The Department of Defense being the largest in all reality, they took a 20% uh, reduction. The effects that sequestration had when uh, the sequestration, even though it became law in 2011, it wasn't implemented until the second half of 2012. 
and immediately upon implementation, all training stopped, all aircraft were grounded, all ships were docked, uh, ground training was stopped, with the exception of any group that was going to be deployed to a combat zone, being either in Iraq or Afghanistan. Uh, when Congress realized the impact that it was having on, on the military, simply because they didn't have the funds to do all these things, uh, Congress put sequestration on hold, and it is still on hold. However, it is still the law of the land. Uh, I have been, I have heard our Washington office staff talk about the effects that sequestration is having on today's military. I have read about it in the VFW magazine as well as other service magazines that, that, that I receive. Uh, but two years ago, as uh, the National Junior Vice Commander, I had the opportunity to go to uh, Belgium where I met with uh, SHAPE and NATO headquarters and received briefings by admirals, generals, uh, sergeant majors, and so on. And from Belgium, I went on into Germany and visited four or five military installations, again, where I received briefings from their administrative staff, and, and my first question to them was, "What effects that sequestration was having upon them?" And Keith, let's 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 uh, let's stop right there, and we'll be back after the break with more Grill Nation. We'll continue this discussion with Keith Harmon, VFW National Commander. You're listening to Grill okay. Nation. Welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill, 98 a.m. KMBZ, as well as on GrillNationShow.com and on iTunes and Stitcher Radio via podcast. You can connect with me on Twitter, always at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Joined again today for our final segment by Michael Viazzoli, CEO and president of MoBank, BOK Financial, great organization here in the Kansas City area. Um, and we've been talking to Keith Harmon, who is uh, next week will be uh, named the VFW National Commander. Uh, at the National Convention in New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, Keith is calling us from Ohio and having a really good conversation, learning a lot more about the VFW, which is based here. National headquarters is in Kansas City, uh, the region. And uh, Keith was talking to us about the effects of sequestration before we uh, handled uh, the break there. And uh, you were telling us about your, your trips overseas uh, and what came out of those uh, in Belgium and Germ- Germany. Why don't you uh, continue on that uh, path, Keith? Okay. All right, sure, thank you. Um, while I was in uh, Belgium and, and Germany, not only did I receive briefings by their commanding officers, but I had the opportunity every day to have lunch with anywhere from between 15 to 20 of the troops, and, and my questions were always pretty much the same about the effects of sequestration, and, and, and their answers were exactly what I had been hearing from our Washington office and read in the magazines that today's military is tired of doing uh, more with less, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the military is continuously downsizing because of the effects that sequestration is having, uh, and, and we're just doing more with less troops, less training, less equipment, uh, and, and they're very tired of it. And those that may want to make a career out of it uh, because of the continuous downsizing of the military, they're wondering if, uh, you know, if they can actually re- make a, a career in the military uh, or whether they're going to be put out of the military. I've had uh, admirals and, and, and generals tell me that uh, during the height of sequestration, uh, aircraft were grounded, and for every month that an aircraft uh, set idle and pilots didn't fly, 
that it would take a, a minimum of uh, two to three months worth of training to get them back up to speed. So the you know, sequestration is having a, a major effect not only on, on today's military but on their quality of life issues. And I also just recently returned from Vietnam, and it's also having an effect upon our MIA POW issue um, because of 30 consecutive uh, resolutions that have been passed. Uh, the uh, MIA POW accounting agency uh, uh, had to uh, cancel uh, one of their or some of their uh, uh, planned uh, digs to uh, possibly locate uh, some of those remaining uh, remains that were left in, in Vietnam. So it's having a tremendous effect upon on today's military. And when you hear this from individuals uh, that you're sitting across the table, uh, you know it, it 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 has a major impact upon you. You know because I've been hearing about this from since 2011, but when you're sitting across the table from an admiral or general or command sergeant major, whatever, uh, and they're telling you what I've been hearing uh, for six years, uh, it, it, it kind of hits home. So, Keith, how does this play out? What What are the legislative agenda items? What are the themes, the campaigns around trying to address that? Well, since sequestration went into effect in uh, 2011, Eliminating uh, at, at every national convention, we propose resolutions, and and eliminating uh, sequestration has been the VFW's top priority goal uh, since 2011. We have asked our, you know, we have a uh, VFW Washington uh, Corps Weekly that is put out from our Washington office, and and I have asked our staff in Washington to uh, just put this uh, out. Uh, at least monthly, ask our members to contact their legislative people in Washington to see if uh, to, to put this issue to bed, uh, write a piece of legislation to eliminate it, and if and if uh, a, a monthly uh, writing does not uh, prevail, then uh, if if we have to, we'll just do it weekly and light up the trees in in Washington, uh, the phone lines, uh, the emails. Uh, hard copy letters or whatever, but we need to uh, have somebody write a piece of legislation uh, to put this issue to bed so that our troops uh, have adequate funding uh, and can get the best uh, equipment and training possible. Hmm. One thing Michael and I are curious about is is that uh, small towns are shrinking in America. Uh, And we, I'm nearly 40 and I grew up, you know, in a, I know, in Kansas City, Missouri, but very close to a lot of different municipalities where there were uh, VFW halls and posts and whatnot. Um, how are you guys evolving in that respect? Because in Kansas City, you know, we'll find hundreds of them, but in some of these smaller communities, you might not see a VFW post for quite some time. Uh, how How is that changing the way you guys are, are working here currently uh, as we move into the future? We, surprisingly, we, I mean, our, our, our membership has, has declined. Uh, our organization has not attained 100% in membership since uh, uh, 1992. Uh, we continue to uh, uh, decline in membership, but we, uh, but surprised. There, there's a large generation gap between uh, Vietnam and, and the, the Persian Gulf and then Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, and and surprisingly, uh, though we're we're able to recruit uh, a, a large number of these uh, younger generation of, of veterans. Uh, uh, in, in, in fact, at a higher percentage rate uh, 
than during uh, World War II. And, and that may sound strange, but if you th- stop and think about it, how many people served uh, during the Second World War versus today uh, having an all-volunteer military, where only about 1% of the, the, the world's population are serving, uh, we're, we're recruiting about 17, 18% of, of those individuals, this younger generation. Uh, but to be perfectly honest, one of the one of the stumbling blocks is uh, once we get them recruited, um, how do we retain them? You know, what what is it that we can provide to them uh, to keep them interested uh, in our organization and to, to maintain their their membership? And that's a, and that has been an issue uh, that we have to face. Michael and I were just talking about that off air is, you know, how many veterans we have coming out of Iraq and Afghanistan and if they're actively involved in using the programs uh, for themselves and their families and, and, and taking a leadership role in the organization. So that's interesting that you touched on that. Yeah, and, and, and we do have uh, a large number of, of the younger generation that have, uh, that have taken an interest in the organization and and taking the leadership roles and take the start taking the leadership positions within our organization. Got about a minute left here on the show. We're talking to Keith Harmon, who is uh, the VFW National Commander. He's out of Ohio right now, and uh, VFW is located here in Kansas City, Missouri. Michael, uh, you wanted to reconnect this to our local region here in the last forty-five seconds. Well, and I'm what I'm what I'm really interested in is just selfishly as a someone who's been now in Kansas City for nineteen years, is proud of the fact you were here. What is what is one thing that we could be doing in the community externally to to help help with awareness? Um, we just need we as an organization we just need to we do we need to do a, a much better job of promoting ourselves, and and that's one of our shortfalls. Our posts do a tremendous amount of work nationwide, but for whatever reason, uh, they're very reluctant or apprehensive. To tell anybody about what it is that that, that, that they do, mm-hmm. and shame on us for for not doing that. So you know we we are encouraging our posts. You know if they do something, you know uh, connect with social media uh, because that's you know that's it's the way how everybody that's the way people communicate right now. Huh? Ab- absolutely, well, we've, we've uh, and, do and if part. you'll notice on our website, we have a uh, VFW post pride. Uh, we're asking people to take pictures of, of an event. Uh, hashtag it to that, and we just need to do a much, much better job of promoting uh, what it is that we do as an organization. I agree, Keith. We appreciate you coming on the show today, and hopefully this will help in that mission. Uh, Keith Harmon, VFW National Commander, appreciate you coming on Grill Nation today. Thank you, Jason. Thank you very much. Michael, great seeing you again. Uh, We'll see you again soon. You've been listening to Grill Nation. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week. (laughs) 